0: you listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on ping.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Matrix. I am your guide, Dustin Gold, breaking down the architecture and the money and the madmen behind your digital world, behind this beautiful technocracy. Behind the false Industrial Revolution. Well, you have no soul and you have no spirit and you have no free will because you are a useless human. You are a hackable animal. Yes, 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 yes. All right. So, before the break, I just showed you my personal outline I put together uh, with the research that I did on who is actually behind Neuralink. As I believe, uh, as I've said many times, it is important important for you to understand this. And I don't want anyone to ever accuse me of making anything up. This information comes from the wonderful trusted people at Forbes. Uh, Now, look, I mean, you could sit here. Part of the problem is we've been trained during the Trump era to call everything fake news. And everything is not fake news. Hey, we may live in a simulation where everything is fake. And therefore, all news would be fake. But this kind of stuff is not fake. This is, you know, business news. So let me just show, oh, actually, sorry. It's actually under healthcare. But uh, let me show you. This is an article from August 8th, 2021, so about a year ago. It says Elon Musk Neuralink just raised an additional $205 million in funding. Uh, and the article goes on to say, without a doubt, the integration of technology and healthcare is a rapidly growing phenomenon. Yeah, technology and healthcare, rapidly growing phenomenon. One of the most innovative and dynamic initiatives in this space is Elon Musk's brain machine interface company, Neuralink, a brain machine interface, and that's what they call that, in the healthcare sector. Last week, the company announced details about its Series C funding round, as I told you about, which entailed nearly $205 million raised. The press release indicates a variety of institutional and corporate investors, and I went through these with you, but we'll just do it again because we're going to go through them one by one, such as Vi Capital, Google Ventures, DFG Growth. Valor Equity Partners, Craft Ventures, Founders Fund, that's Peter Thiel, and Gigafund. This is in addition to the investments of notable individuals, including Robert Nelson, co-founder of ARK Ventures, Blake Byers, Byers Capital, Sam Altman, chairman of Y Combinator Group, and CEO of OpenAI, Fred Ersam, co-founder of Paradigm and Coinbase, and Ken Howry, co-founder of PayPal and Founders Fund indeed the sheer variety and scale of investors indicates the hope confidence and value being placed in this technology and remember it's because they love you the gentlemen i just mentioned love you and they want to help cure your granny's paralysis the author of this says, I wrote about Neuralink's groundbreaking progress in the neuro uh, neural interface space earlier this year when the company announced that it enabled a monkey to play the age-old video game Pong using only its mind to control gameplay. Indeed, this was a revolutionary step for the company and for the technology in general as it provided a real-time iteration of the potential value behind this innovation especially in the context of healthcare. care that's what the author says blah 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 now let's read a little bit more here i think there was some important stuff in this article that you're probably going to want to know must startup intends to scale the technology for a variety of uses one initial immediate application is using neuralink as a therapeutic adjunct for paralysis patients. As we always say, they love you and they want to fix your body. The insurance companies will definitely pay for this because they do want to keep you alive forever and keep paying your insurance bills. It's so bogus folks. So bogus. The company explains quote, the initial goal of our technology will be to help people with paralysis to regain independence through the control of computers and mobile devices. See, They're honest. They say the initial goal, the initial goal of our technology. But remember what I already showed you, that both Musk and Dennis Bushnell from NASA, the chief scientist there for the last 40 years, said that helping people with paralysis is the first step. Then it's going to be used to augment the human brain. And as Musk has gone on to brag, it will be used to to upload your consciousness and to replay your memories inside of your head. Okay, now what I do then, I went over here to dealroom.co and I'm showing you this again because I want you to see uh, how we do the research very similar to when we broke down the Instacart investors and the frictionless shopping event. investors and we were able to prove to you with frictionless shopping that there was an Israeli defense contractor behind that and with Instacart there was IncuTel slash CIA uh connected investors behind that. So I go on here and I just double check and I this is where I come up with. August twenty seventeen uh it shows 107 million series A, 107 million dollars from Musk. April twenty nineteen Musk 51 million dollars Series B. Then July, it should be July or August 2021, that list that we just read twice of $205 million in Series C. And then December 2021, there's something, but uh, it was a secondary. I was not able to confirm that. July 2022, there's uh, Vica Ventures, a, a $10 million secondary round. So anyway, they're running around with a total of $363 million right now. I believe they have more because the amount of technology they've already built i don't think they could have researched uh developed and uh, manufactured that stuff for the amount of money they claim they have but that doesn't really matter it's just going on to show you um where this information came from now for some reason one of my articles is not coming up on the screen uh this was an article from Jpost.com article blah 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 blah. It says no internet. Who knows? We're gonna skip past that one because it's not coming up. So this article is we're gonna go start going through these investors. So VY Capital, which is Alexander Tomas. It's Alexander T A M A S. And this guy was really interesting. I spent Several hours uh, digging through all these different investors, trying to figure out why they're connected, why they're involved. And so that's what these articles uh, get into here. So let's look at this is Necker's Mind of uh, Minds of the Market. Uh, Alexander Tomas, the VC you've never heard of. VY Global Growth, a spec worth watching. Uh, I'm still amazed by 2020's boom and SPAC's some $81 billion raised as of December 21 and 242 deals. Increasingly big players are entering the game. SoftBank and Thama Bravo feed the ducks while they are quacking. Okay, so this is going into a deal that was put together Uh, $81 billion raised in 242 deals, and uh, SoftBank you've heard of. Uh, But VY Capital is a venture firm founded and run by Alexander Tomas, who used to be a key uh, dealmaker at DST, Yuri Milner's Russian venture firm with close links to the Kremlin milner was ceo and chairman of mail.ru and became a household name once dst started writing big checks to u.s startups notably 200 million dollars to facebook in 2009 okay so you have this guy alexander tomas who's with vy capital an investor right here i've got it up on the screen in the series c 205 million dollar round of neuralink his company vy capital okay his company vy capital uh run by alexander tomas who was a big deal maker at dst which was a russian venture firm with close ties to the kremlin who was making investments in tech startups like facebook so you say okay you've got this guy now who is connected to the kremlin look i've got nothing to say one way or the other about russia or putin or the ukraine russia hoax war whatever i just that doesn't even i don't even care about that stuff i'm just saying who is this alexander tomas from vy capital who is doing deals For Yuri Milner and their firm, DST, that was connected to the Kremlin, why does he want to be behind Neuralink? Why does he want to be behind Elon Musk, who goes on Joe Rogan to propagandize kids to put a brain chip inside their head? So you've got a guy connected to the Kremlin who supposedly loves you and wants to cure paralysis. You see where I'm going with this? Like Each of these people I want you to look at and say to yourself... Why does that guy love me? Okay. Why is he involved with Neuralink if Musk is saying that the cost of putting the chip in your head is going to go down to a few thousand dollars? Where is the profit? Where are they making their money? Oh, oh, what is the most valuable asset in today's technocratic world? What did Yuval Noah Harari tell you was the most valuable? Valuable asset in today's world. He said it used to be property, but now it is data. And those who control the data will be the masters of the universe. Well, when you put the brain chip, the Bluetooth enabled internet modem inside of your head and upload your consciousness to a software platform like AI Foundation. What does AI Foundation present itself in some ways as a nonprofit? What does Neuralink present itself as just they're going to put it in your head for a few thousand dollars? What are they gaining? Your data. What is your consciousness? Your data. When you upload your memories and your thoughts and your knowledge and your life experiences to the cloud, you are giving them your data. When we are interacting with Facebook, with Twitter, with all of these social media groups, when I'm recording the show and putting it on a megaphone, I believe, that puts it out on Apple Podcasts and everywhere else, what am I giving them? What are you giving them? What are we giving them? We're giving them our data. So when they upload their consciousness through the Neuralink chip, it's just a faster way to transfer the data from your brain to the cloud, which is just a set of servers. And so now you can start to see, why would people like this, unless this person is a transhumanist and he wants to see man merge with machine, then the other one would be he wants to make money, so he's making an investment. What's he making an investment in? A technology in which Musk said he's going to put in your head for a few thousand dollars? How are they going to afford to do that? They'll they'll go bankrupt because they're going to be collecting your data. They are now embedding themselves into cementing themselves into the supply chain, which goes from the data in your head, moving it to the data in the cloud. They now own a piece of that supply chain. I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard. I will be right back here on pain.tv. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. Join the discussion at Pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Dustin Gold and we have pulled back the curtain and we are looking at the Wizards of odds that are behind Neuralink the wizards of Neuralink and right now we're looking at Alexander Tomas I want to continue I want to continue with Tomas it says uh he, Alexander Tomas, is Yuri Milner's human supercomputer, right? And we just talked about who Milner was and how they had this firm and they were directly tied to the Kremlin and making investments in technology uh, all across Uh, technological companies here in the United States. The investing whiz has placed some of the most impressive investment bets in the history of our industry, including Facebook, Zynga, Groupon, and Twitter. He is a walking encyclopedia of Internet business models and strategies. He's on speed dial for everyone trying to build the most successful uh, high-scale global Internet companies today. Now, let's just look at it because I just want you to know a little more about him because if you're taking notes and you're building profiles on these guys and you're going to do further research, I'd appreciate that. Join pain.tv gold and you can send me any information that you find and I will work it into a show at some point. Uh, here's a picture of this uh, greasy looking guy right here if you're watching the video version at pain.tv. According to his LinkedIn, Tomas spent 2002 to 2006 at a London tech investment banking boutique called Arma Partners. From 06 to 08, he was at Goldman Sachs in London, reportedly as the, quote, co-head of internet and software coverage in EMEA for the investment banking division of Goldman Sachs all these guys cycle through Goldman Sachs. He left in 2008 to become a partner at DST. That is the group that was connected to the Kremlin. Initially, this meant working at mail.ru for which he ran the IPO in 2010. He then worked on the Facebook deal and a string of other late stage venture investments in 2013. He left to set up his own firm, VY capital. So that is, uh, that is very interesting. Now, Let's jump to the next one, which is Google Ventures. Oh, and also, so there's something wrong with jpost.com right now. They're having a server issue. And I was going to show you some of the Israeli connections uh, that Alexander Tomas has. So hopefully that will come back up and I will jump back over to it. So let's look at Google Ventures. So Google Ventures... I'm on GV.com. GV backs founders who transform industries and create new ones. We funded more than 500 portfolio companies across all stages and sectors with an emphasis on enterprise, life sciences, consumer, and frontier technology. Uh, As they say on here, tech is our DNA. Our team of engineers and data scientists work side-by-side with portfolio companies to solve critical problems and push the frontier of technology. We spun out of Google in 2009. I just want to show you this is Google's investment firm. We run as an independent return-driven fund. I looked into it. They're not really independent. That is just what they say. This is Google. Today, we have more than $8 billion under management with Alphabet as our sole limited partner. So Alphabet is the umbrella company that owns Google. Okay. So now, let's just look at this. InQtel, this is an article from July 2012 on NPR, everyone's favorite independent source, NPR. inQtel, the CIA's tax-funded player in Silicon Valley. For more than a decade, the CIA has run its own venture capital fund called inQtel. I brought this up before, and I talked about it on the um, Instacart show. You need to get this across to people. You need them to understand that the CIA has a hedge fund called InQtel. It's a venture capital fund called InQtel, and it's being run with our money. So the CIA goes out and they invest in startups and in late stage companies and come in and sort of hijack them. And they say that it's all in the interest of. United States national security and the CIA being involved with technology and understanding the technology that is out there. So, for more than a decade, the CIA has run its own venture capital fund called InQtel. It was founded in the late 1990s when the CIA was drowning in data and didn't have the tools to connect the dots. Today, InQtel has become one of the most unusual investors in Silicon Valley. Jeffrey Smith, the former general counsel of the CIA, was one of a small group of intelligence community insiders who helped set up InQtel more than a decade ago. Do you need to, to hear that again? So, Jeffrey Smith, former general counsel of the CIA, former top lawyer, was one of a small group of intelligence community insiders who helped them develop InQtel. Okay, at the time, the idea of a government funded venture capital firm was completely new, even though this company would be part of the intelligence community. Smith and the others knew it would need to attract entrepreneurs' attention, beginning with its name. Now, remember, I also told you the CIA is running a program out of MIT in which they are recruiting people from MIT, students at MIT, to join this CIA. And if they start technologies, they are allowed to own a piece of them. So our government is effectively operating like the private sector, merged with the private sector. It's all one in the same. This is the public-private partnership that Donald Trump bragged about. It's been going on for a lot longer than that. But it's all right out in the open now. So our government owns Silicon Valley. Quote, we really needed something that also had appeal to a wider audience and frankly had some sex to it, Smith says. So they named it in after the Q, the fictional character who makes gadgets for James Bond. I don't know. Does he also make QAnon posts saying that Trump is going to save the world? Not sure about that. The funder behind the curtain. Whether you have realized it or not over the past 13 years, InQtel has changed your life. Whether you realize it or not over the past 13 years, InQtel has changed your life. Quote Much of the touchscreen technology used now in iPads and other things came out of various companies that InQtel identified, Smith says. Smith, it's like Agent Smith in the Matrix here. That's what I feel like. Hello, Mr. Anderson. So, so what they're telling you and they're admitting to you is that the government, the CIA, is this is incutel is the CIA. So the CIA developed the touchscreens for your iPads. I thought that was Steve Jobs. <laughs> you see this folks every piece of technology that has changed your life i would argue not for the better came out of inqtel and they're willing to brag about it inqtel has also an early uh, investor in a company that stitched together satellite images and maps that company was later bought up by google and became google earth which helps power google maps which 80% of people utilize in their cars when they're driving around every day. So you have a piece of CIA in QTEL software technology now owned by Google of which Google is just one of these front companies for the government for the CIA who helped to normalize and run the adoption campaigns for the technologies. Did I not explain to you yesterday that they develop these technologies within the government, they then release them through these puppet companies, and they normalize them so they have the technology way before they actually introduce it to the public through stages, which is just theatrics. Other data crunching startups backed by NQTEL have been bought by IBM and Hewlett Packard. Today the CIA's venture capital fund has more than $170 million in assets. And up and down Silicon Valley, it's investing millions of taxpayer dollars in dozens of new startups. Do we get a return? Do we get a return on this because we are invested in these companies? I don't know. I'm asking. Do we? So right now I'm going to close out those couple of articles and I am going to move on to, well, let let me actually just show you one more thing here because the article there mentions it and I want to really drill this down. So it says, Google's earth, how the tech giant is helping the state spy on us. This is an article from the Guardian in December, 2018. We knew that being connected, with a, uh, uh, being connected had a price, our data. What did I just tell you? The data is the most valuable asset on Earth. Yuval Harari, the king philosopher of the WEF, talked about it, the World Economic Forum. We knew that being connected had a price, our data, but we didn't care. Then it turned out that Google's main clients included the military and intelligence agencies. See, this is why right now we're two investors in well three because the biggest investor elon musk you already know who he is but then we had alexander tomas tied into the kremlin putting money into neuralink now you have google ventures which is google's hedge fund which is google's you know uh, venture fund Putting money into Neuralink. And I just showed you that Google runs Google Earth, Google Maps, which was started with CIA money, and they run that. And now in this article here, it's a, but we didn't care. Then it turned out that Google's main clients included the military and intelligence agencies. So Google, who's invested in Neuralink, is partnered with the government. I mean, we many of you know this already. And we can do 100 episodes on all of Google's ties to the government. We can do that on every one of these companies. It would be very boring, though, because pretty much everyone in the United States is contracting with the government in one way or another now. In this country, you can't even make money unless you're running a government contract out of your company. But let's just just hit this a little bit more. The Internet surrounds us. It mediates modern life like a giant unseen blob that engulfs the modern world. There is no escape. And as Larry Page and Sergey Brin so astutely understood, when they launched Google in 1998, everything that people do online leaves a trail of data. Data. Data is the most important asset. If saved and used correctly, these traces make up a goldmine of information full of insights into people. On a personal level, as well as a valuable read on larger culture, economic, and political trends. See, this is what they're. This is all part of creating this AI hive mind. They want to be all powerful. But if you look right here, right, Google was the first internet company to fully leverage this insight and build a business on the data that people leave behind. But it wasn't along for uh, alone for long. And then they go into all of these other companies that got involved, but they also talk about all of these other companies, all these other apps that actually run on Google's GPS, on their Google Earth, on their Google Maps. And I'm going to go into depth on this article on a separate um, show because it's so in-depth and goes through all of the connections. And right now I'm just proving to you and a bird's eye view, just just you know, a forty thousand foot view, that the investors behind Neuralink aren't doing this because they love you and want to cure your paralysis. You have a guy connected to the Kremlin. You've got Google, the CIA. Here's another article I just pulled up uh, on my list: Medium. Uh, this is actually a good one, how the CIA made Google inside the secret network behind mass surveillance, endless war, and Skynet. And this is a really good piece about this. You know, so Google is connected to the CIA, basically started uh, by the CIA, and now they want to put a brain chip inside of your head well that's not going to happen to me especially not on this break because i will be right back and they don't have a full hour to plant one in my head i am dustin gold this is the dustin gold standard and i'll be right back here on pain.tv War listening to the dustin gold standard on pain.tv join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold